underestimate the power of the dark side. If you will not fight, then you will meet your destiny. Dobby has no master. Dobby is a free elf, and Dobby has come to save Harry Potter and his friends. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. Hello. Good afternoon. Oh, we love that intro, don't we? Kim, yeah, people listening, you can see the sin Kim in the studio mouthing along every single line in our fabulous little jingle there. I had a little dance too. <laughs> you did, you did, you did. Indeed. Well, we've got a bumper, bumper show again lined up for you this afternoon. Kim, once again, we can't keep you at home. You're out to the movies. I have been to the pictures twice this week, The Karenza. pictures. I love how you call it, the pictures. You've been, what have you been seeing at the pictures, Kimmy? <laughs> I have been taking the mickey out of me. I might be. At the I've pictures. been to the cinema, uh, the picture theatre, and uh, I've seen two films this week. I've seen uh, The Drover's Wife, which was just fantastic, and I'll tell you all about it a little later. And I also saw uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Very good. Mm, it's another one of uh, the Marvel instalments. I see. Well, I have been um, watching some shows actually this time on Prime. So mm-hmm. those of you know, because of course COVID's back as well. So if you're looking for something to binge, I thought today I'd find a couple of binge shows because our COVID numbers are up. So I've been taking a look at The Wilds, which is actually a teen drama. Actually, it's a cross between, I'll tell you a bit more about this, a bit of a cross between Lost, mm-hmm. brilliant show, and The Truman Show. Quite interesting. It is indeed. And I'm also checking out as well now, of course, Leanne Moriarty. Love a good Leanne Moriarty book. Well, they've made obviously the... Um, Oh, what was the first one with Nicole Kidman? Oh, my goodness. Big Little Lies. Thank you, Big Little Lies. I've got my COVID brain back again. And well, they've also made um, Nine Perfect Strangers. Mm. And so I've watched Nine Perfect Strangers as well over on uh, Amazon Prime. So a few things to share with you this afternoon. Two great um, shows shows to stream. I love both of them. Yeah, good ones to binge, good ones to binge. So um, you are listening to Radio Karen. um, And let's get into it, Kim. So... Um, do you want to start off with one of your absolutely? Movies? Well, should we start with a jingle, or do you want to give us a bit of a, a bit of a teaser? Or no, you can get right into the trailer. I think let's lead them in with that. What do you reckon? Fight for my children. Fight for my life. I will. I love watching my Joe cantering across the flats. Sun setting behind him, children running to greet him. <laughs> Waving his hat with joy on seeing them. He's been away three months. Mrs. Joe Johnson, I'm worried about her. She's alone. Molly Johnson grew up out here. She knows the way. I'm just a drover's wife. But cross me and I'll kill you. I'll shoot you where you stand and I'll bury you where you fall. <laughs> children need me. 
they need their mother. I love yous. Love you! Mama! Always with you. Welcome to Everton. Little more than you bargained for. Walking straight into a murder investigation. Six people dead. Probably a Narago man, sir. Bad man, then? I think I am. Yarika of the Guguyemira. It is you. Oh, word travels faster, Andy. State your business. I drive with Joe. Except this drive he didn't show. First time in eight years. You're a good man. Come with me. Did you believe her, Molly Johnson? Her husband waving his hat and seeing the children. Somehow it didn't ring true. Our secret. Too many whites, too many guns now. This land needs law. You dare look a white man in the eye, Jackie? Fight for my children, fight for my life, I will. Whilst hunting savages, please do not turn into one. You. I'm just a drover's wife. Good afternoon and welcome back to Radio Karen, where you are listening to Girls on Film with myself and Carenza. Well, Carenza, as I said, I took myself off to the movies again this week and uh, I went to Southland Europa, which I haven't been to Southland, I think, since the start of COVID. How long since you've been there? Oh, my word. Um, oh, probably since the start of COVID as well, but I can't even remember what the last thing I saw at Southland uh, well, was. There's been some big changes there, and you know how I love food and you love food. We, we uh, like to eat out when we go to the movies. Well, there's a few local uh, restaurants that have opened. Um, there's a uh, Betty's Burgers, which make a fabulous burger, as well as a new Dumpling House and another Japanese restaurant. So... It was uh, it was lovely. To a be. nice day out. For it you. was a nice day out sampling, um, you know, food and and uh, getting my popcorn. Of course, I got <laughs> and my your popcorn. Top. Yeah. So um, look, the drover's wife. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What's it? So I'm a, it's obviously an Australian film, but what's a drover? A drover is someone that um, you know. It's it's like a western. Okay, so back in the colonial days, uh, drovers used to ride horses and um, sh- uh, round up sheep. Basically, oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah, real rough and ready kind of guys on horseback. Okay, if you know what I mean. Yes. So this tells the story of a of a woman who is a drover's wife. Obviously, her name is Molly Johnson, and it was played brilliantly. Can I say she was just perfect for this role, Leah Purcell from Wentworth. I love Leah Purcell, fabulous yeah. actress. Yeah, well, she plays the drover's wife. Um, she's living alone in colonial New South Wales. So when was this set in colonial New South Wales? Uh, it's in the late 1800s, so 1890s, okay. thereabouts. Um, and she's there alone with her four children because he's apparently off, you know, and he's been away for, for three months or so. So it's a ruthless and a horrible existence for anyone in those times, let alone a woman. Carenza. I mean, mm. you know, how lucky are we to be born into the age we are? Because, you know, uh, back in those days, it was a really, really ruthless time for anyone. It was just horrible. So it's based on a short story by Henry Lawson. And um, look, there's a warning. I will give a warning for this film uh, because it does contain horrendous violence, both physical and sexual. 
Um, and, you know, uh, obviously back in the day uh, we're talking the genocide of, of the First Nation people. So it's a very upsetting film, but I think it's a story that really needs to be told. Um, there were times when I cried, there were times when I laughed, um, and there was times, uh, and a lot of times, that I couldn't even look at the screen. Um, but uh, as I said, it's it's a film I think every Australian needs to see. Um yeah, so it, it, it's a movie that depicts uh, what a mother will do, which is, as yeah, a mother, everything. absolutely anything uh, for her children. Um, yeah, and, and just how how amazingly fierce uh, this woman is. Uh, but it, as I said before, it's also a story about being a First Nation Australian in these barbaric times. Rob Collins, um, another great Australian actor, Indigenous actor, plays Yakada. Um, who plays a wanderer who helps teach her son the ways of the land, the Aboriginal ways of the land. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't know whether you know this, Carenza, but Leah Purcell, she wrote this, she directed it, it yeah, and uh, she stars in it. too. Yeah, but did you also know that she wrote a stage play which she acted in about this story and wow. she also wrote a book on the life of Molly Johnson? Is Molly Johnson, is this, is this a true story? Look, um, I don't think it's a true story. Uh, I think it's it's uh, based around true events, um, but look, uh, it could be. I'll get back to you on that. Uh, I should know that that. Um, but being a short story by Henry Lawson, I doubt it. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't see anything in my research to say otherwise. So, um, yeah. But look, I was just so impressed with this film, Carenza. It was just um, one of the best films I have seen in a long, long time. But I do love a good Aussie film and I do love a film that's based on fact, uh, whether or not Molly Johnson was indeed a, 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 per, a fictitious person or not. Obviously, uh, back in those days, um, these events occurred. Incredible. Um, it would have been, as you said, you know, the, the genocide that occurred, it would, be, it would have been very hard oh. to, to watch. I find films like this incredibly difficult. You know, when you walk away and for days after, and I can't say weeks because it hasn't been weeks, um, you're just left impacted by, yeah. you know, you, it's just left a really harrowing um, kind of impact on me. So, yeah, look, it was filmed entirely in Australia, in New South Wales, in fact, the Snowy Mountains. So the cinematography uh, was just beautiful. It was so beautifully shot. Um, So, um, and the score, even though it was dramatic and beautiful, um, and it was by Saliana Seven Campbell, um, uh, but I'm not going to play any of those uh, tracks. Uh, Today, in honour of our First Nation people, um, who were obviously uh, tragically brutalised and I, as what can I only be described as genocide uh, in our colonial history, I've chosen to play the smash hit Treaty by Yuthi Indi. At Radio Karen, we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which this radio station broadcasts, the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation. And Kim and I pay our respects to their elders past and present and emerging. Thanks, Karenza. So um, the score for this um, wonderful film, I would, as as I said, I highly recommend it. I think everybody should go and see it, but there is a warning. it For anyone who can't handle physical sexual violence, stay at home because it really is harrowing. Now, I'm going to give this movie a four and a half. Uh, it was a brilliant, brilliant um yeah, movie. And uh, Leah Purcell was just uh, fantastic. And if she doesn't win an actor for this award, um, uh, I'll run around the Oval.
<laughs> just just run yeah no 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 other um what you'll run non-stop a whole lap i'll, I'll actually run a lap that's okay. enough for me that's enough for you <laughs> you are listening to radio Karen. Hi, I'm Dr. Floyd Gomes, uh, a.k.a. Atticus Health with Dr. Floyd, you might recall, and it's great to be here at Radio Carum. Don't worry about a thing, because Atticus Health will make you feel all right. Don't worry about a thing. Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache Or you don't feel right Or if you have a nasty rash Keeping you up at night Don't worry About a thing Don't worry Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright you are listening to Radio Karen. They're one of our fabulous sponsors, Atticus Health. Um, we'll make you feel all right. Well, Kim, I have been um, binging some shows over on Prime. And mm. what we're going to listen to now is the trailer for The Wilds, a teen drama, mm-hmm. a bit of a cross between um, um, oh, that fantastic uh, show Lost and also The Truman Show. So let's have a listen to the trailer for The Wilds. I don't mean to say that what happened wasn't traumatic. To end up where we did, in the middle of nowhere, completely cut off from the lives we left behind. That brings us to the real question, doesn't it? What was so great about the lives we left behind? like everywhere I go, somebody's asking me to meet some kind of expectation. I feel broken. We are stuck here. It's the 21st century. Okay, they will find us. My life is out there a million miles away. There was trauma. But being a teenage girl, that was the real living hell. Death has been hanging over our heads. And yet the only thing I seem to care about is love. Isn't that what we're all afraid of? That we won't be loved? Are we in the actual Bermuda Triangle? Everything about the island feels off. What kind of person sees an island full of lost girls and doesn't send help? Your daughter is stepping back from a very dark precipice. Sometimes I feel guilty that we lied to her. You did that to save her. I feel broken. 
So The Wilds, Kim, is um, a show that you can see on Amazon Prime. So if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, it's there. So it's an American drama streaming series. Um, and it revolves around, well, it's got two seasons at the moment and whether or not there's going to be a season three is unknown. So season one revolves around a group of teenage girls who are left stranded on a deserted island after a plane crash. But there is a twist. They are actually unaware that they are actually the subjects of a social experiment. Mm. So the plane actually doesn't really crash. They've very been drugged. Very Truman Show, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and they're made to believe, and very realistically, that they have crashed on an island and they are the sole survivors of this plane. That's got a couple of Australians in it too. So it's actually got Mia Headley, who is a young Australian woman, as well as, of course, Rachel Griffiths. Um, and so season one... I think there's a lot of things that go on. So, you know, um, these are girls from a whole bunch of different backgrounds. And, you know, we actually find out more about them because we flash to their backstories. So you can see what's happening in the present day, Kim, but then we go backwards and we can see what's happened to them because they think they're going on this really special retreat, but they're not on a retreat at all. Um, but in the build up to it, their their lives are all quite troubled along the mm. way. There are different things that are happening for them. Yes, and they then are. they sort of get thrust onto the island. And then, then it's really about the social experiment as well. How do they bond? Can they survive? And what happens and goes on? And Rachel Griffiths plays the baddie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gra- plays a very good baddie. She plays a very good baddie who um, is in charge of the Dawn of Eve program, which mm-hmm. is what the social experiment is. But the parents don't know it's a social experiment. They think their kids have gone away on this special retreat to help them deal with some of the demons and things in their lives. Mm. Um, and the kids um, have got no idea either. They think they're going away on the Dawn of Eve program, which is a retreat as well. And so Do you the know what, story though? just unravels. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if the parents are in on it because the kids were such delinquents and whatever. There's a lot of stuff that Rachel Griffiths' character knows that could really only come from the parents. So I'm waiting for the third season just to find out whether they're actually involved. Don't know. That's a good mm. one. So we see at the end of season one, there's a twist, and you realise that the girls aren't the only people involved in the social experiment. So we've seen um, the dawn of Eve. We then see the entry of the boys as well. So season two focuses on a group of boys who are put through exactly the same um, scenario. They believe they're going on a, you know, on a on a retreat um, again mm. with their backstories to deal with some of their challenging issues and things that are happening in their lives. They're also stranded. And really that social experiment is to see, well, can they survive as castaways and what happens to their relationships along the way with each other. And um, there's quite a stark contrast between the experience from the girls and the boys. Mm -hmm. And at the end of season two, which is all that you can see at the moment on Amazon Prime, it ends on a really big cliffhanger. So Mm -hmm. will there be a season three? It's certainly set up um, enough for there to be um, a season three, Kim. I'm hoping. There has to be, really. Um, I found it, um, to be honest, very Lord of the Flies. Remember Lord of the Flies? Yes. Very Lord of the Flies. And even a little bit of The Beach, you know, a little bit of Leonardo DiCaprio film. Yeah, um, and for me it's definitely a cross with Lost. I mean, yeah. no show's oh, really look. filled the boots of Lost, you no, know, the, the totally plane agree. crash that's happened. And so we've taken, I think, the really good bits from Lost that's chucked some people on a, on a you know, strand them on an island, mm. see how they survive, see how their relationships with each other develop. Um, and then the Truman Show, because all of it's filmed. You know, yeah. there's secret cameras. It's a bit like Survivor as well, the TV show. There's a lot of great stuff. And look, even though it's a teen drama, I think it's good for adults too as well oh, as, as well as for kids I to watch as well. I thoroughly enjoyed it and I'd recommend it to anyone really.
Um, and the cinematography, wasn't that amazing? Fabulous. And again, with the Australian themes, it was filmed predominantly here in Australia as well as in New Zealand as well. So I mean, there's great stuff happening mm. with, um, I guess, Australian drama and TV, even though it's set, set, meant to be set in, you know, the United States. It's yeah. terrific to see films being shot here, which is, of course, doing great things for our film and television industry, Kim. Absolutely. I totally agree. So it has an absolutely banging soundtrack my word the songs and the music on it are absolutely brilliant i had a lot of fun deciding which song there i was going to pick from this one yeah there are a lot to choose from weren't there they were so i'm going to give it my score so look for me um i would go for a, a b plus you know a three and a half somewhere between three and a half and four stars it's definitely watchable um it's interesting is it as good as lost for me probably not but mm. i think lost sort of you know set that scene in that era but in terms of the i like the backstories and the way that you actually get to see the relationships that people forge and form with each other you know so look it's got all the ingredients to be a good show i certainly hope it gets renewed for a season three and if you're in bed with covid you know and unwell or the flu or florona or whatever mm. it is that's going around at the moment this is a good one to binge so three and a half stars from me Kim yeah look I I tend to agree with you I'd probably give it something a little bit higher if we didn't have such a good um, bunch of films and series today uh, and I'm comparing them uh, against it so I'd suggest three and a half to four for me but look it's totally watchable in fact I, I didn't want it to end uh, but yeah, three and a half to four stars for me as well. So fantastic banging soundtrack. I've picked one of my favourite songs from the 80s for this today and it's uh, Gloria by the one and only Laura Branigan. Hi, my name's Paul Kennedy and I'm a sport reporter for the ABC and when I'm not listening to the ABC, I listen to Radio Karam. Tune in and enjoy. Oi, 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 oi. IGA is shopping nights. IGA where the price is right. Seaford North IGA for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. Have you done your grocery shopping at the IGA this week, Kim? I have. Good I girl. always do my grocery shopping at the IGA. We support you know our that. local sponsors here, absolutely, don't we? So you've been into the movies yet again. I have, Carenza. I actually went off and saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That's a bit of a mouthful. Um, this is obviously another instalment of the Marvel uh, cinematic universe, uh, the or as uh, the Marvel fanatics like to call them, the MCU's, uh, and we're going to uh, play you the trailer before I get into it. So, Doctor Strange, here it is. Every night, I dream the same dream. Nightmare begins. I did what I had to do. To protect our world. You cannot control everything, Strange. You opened the doorway between universes. And we don't know who or what will walk through it. Wanda. 
What do you know about the multiverse? Viz had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. He was right. I'm sorry, Stephen. Your desecration of reality will not go unpunished. We should tell him the truth. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was a great film. Um, and as I said before, it's one of the installments from the Marvel uh, MCU um, a list of movies. And my daughter, I don't know about you, Karenza, but my uh, daughter is so into Marvel, um, especially the MCU, uh, that what we're doing at the moment is we're watching, going back to the start, I think it started with Captain America, and we're watching, I think, 38 individual films in chronological order. Well, so, I'm not a Marvel fan, Kim, so mm. all I can say on that topic is poke at my eyes with knitting needles, please. <laughs> well, do you know what? I think you'd enjoy this one. I actually – this was probably my favourite uh, next to Endgame, but I really do like Doctor Strange because it's played by the none other than um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, I like him. He yeah. was He's a terrific actor. British, of course. Very good actor. Look – these instalments are full of Oscar-winning actors and actresses. It is amazing. It really is. You really need to actually go and watch one because it's not like, you know, back in our day when we put on a superhero movie and it was, you know, um, I can't even remember half of them. Superman. Yeah, a Superman, Batman back in the day. The, these movies Reeves. are blockbuster, really good They are, and the anime movies. is incredible, isn't oh, it? The animation in them and also, how they, the effects and what yeah, they do. I mean, the acting is brilliant. But anyway, getting back to this one, um, uh, Dr. Stephen Strange, um, who is Dr. Strange, uh, casts a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to a multi uh, and this includes alternate versions of himself uh, and other Avengers whose threat uh, to humanity is just too great uh, for the combined forces of uh, Doctor Strange and Wong and and uh, Wanda Maximoff, who is also um, one of the characters in this film. Now, this uh, is a film directed by Sammy Raimi, I think you say, uh, and uh, written by Michael Waldron. Um, and it's obviously based on the comics, um, as with all the other uh, Marvel movies. Um, uh, yeah, as I said, it just stars some incredible uh, uh, actors, including Benedict. And Rachel McAdams is also in this. And you know, remember the Olsen twins? Do you remember the Olsen twins? Oh, yes, yes. 
yes, yes. Well, Ashley and someone else. Yeah, Ashley, I can't remember their name. They were the Olsen twins. Mary something or other? Yeah. Double you, Barrel, Mary Jane, Mary, yeah, I think you've got Mary it. Ellen. Oh, that's yeah, the something like that, yeah. Well, this stars their younger sister, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, who is just skyrocketing to fame. She's been in quite a lot of movies. I was going to say, I've seen her in something. Yeah, yeah, she's been, she's been in, um, she was in the last Avengers film. She's in, she's an Avenger, you know, she plays Wanda. Um, I've seen her in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, Look, it had a budget of 200 million. Sorry, can you say that again? 200 million, a budget. I know. And there were four Marvel um, installments on the go all being made at the same time, including The Last Superman. So that's a lot of money for them to be, you know. Well, that's some of the biggest grossing movies, This was the third grossing movie of the year. Third Uh, highest? Yeah, third highest. I think um, their other installment of... um, uh, Spider-Man was the first. But do you know, in its first few weeks, it took $569 million at the box office. So it's pretty much almost doubled, uh, tripled in the first couple of weeks. It's, um, you know, it's money. So it was shot in London and Los Angeles predominantly. The cinematography is just so good. Um, and do you know what? It introduces at the very end, and I won't give too much away because no one likes to give too much away, and I know what Marvel um, <laughs> fanatics are like, but Chalice Theron has been um, oh. yeah, initiated into the ending of this film, uh, obviously to be starring in the next one. Uh, Patrick Stewart makes an appearance. Uh, everyone knows him as Jean-Luc Picard oh, that's right. from he Starship Star Enterprise. Trek. Star that's Trekking. right. But he was also in the X-Men. So we got a bit of a little crossover here. Um, yeah, so um, it was it was so good. It was a really, really good one. So... Um, you know, one of the other things that surprised me was that this film uh, came under the horror genre. Now, I would have said Morbius, which I uh, critiqued a couple of weeks ago, which is also Marvel, uh, being a vampire would have been under that genre, genre yeah. but it wasn't. But this one was, and I didn't find it scary at all. Uh, in fact, if it was a horror, I wouldn't have seen it, and um, nor would I have enjoyed it so much. I love this film, Carenza, um, and like I said, uh, it's probably my favourite so far. Um, yeah, so if you haven't seen them, I suggest that you go look at them, get onto the Disney Channel because they have all of the films, um, starting from the first one, which I think was Captain America, which was right at the very beginning. Um, 34 films later, we have this one. That's an incredible franchise, isn't it? I mean, seriously, 34 films later. Well, that's only in this this MCU. That doesn't include all of the Marvel films. There's so many more of those. And then they also have series offshoots as well. Loki, remember Loki, Thor's brother? He's got his own series. And then you've got WandaVision, uh, which has obviously got Wanda and Vision who were Avengers in there as well, uh, or Vision wasn't, uh, without giving too much away, Moon Knight and um, The Daredevils, just to name a few. So it's on at the movies today. In fact, my son's actually just gone, gone off this afternoon to see it, Kim, so it'd be interesting to see if he likes it as much as you did. Yeah, well, there you go. So what's your score out of five Look, um, for our listeners today? I'm going to give this one a four. A four out of five. I'm going to give it a big four. I am. Now, the score um, of this, uh, everybody, I think, um, who loves movies knows Danny Elfman. Um, He was the composer on this film, having done a few of the other other, uh, Marvel uh, scores. Um, But 
um, it's just got a great soundtrack, this one, a really, really good soundtrack. And so I've chosen to steer away from, you know, the composition side of it and, you know, and I've gone with I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor, which just happens to be one of my favourite songs of all time. So let's hear that. You are listening to Girls on Film here on Radio Karam. Hi, I'm Freddie from Freddie's Kitchen. Let's get behind Radio Karam. Go Karam. Come on, Freddy's Kitchen in Station Street for a coffee and something nice to eat. Yeah, the pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's Caram in Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. It is a mystic pizza indeed. And welcome back to Radio Caram. And we are about to bring it home with our final show of the day, Kim, where I've been checking out Nine Perfect Strangers over on Amazon Prime. So let's have a listen to that trailer. You here for the 10-day retreat, Us 2.0? I certainly am. Apparently I'm in need of some fixing. Welcome to Tranquillum House. The people who come here, they come to heal. I don't want to suffer. You're already suffering. Breakfast, 7. Lunch, noon. Dinner, 7.30. And how many guests are there? Nine total. Wellness retreats? It's such utter crap. And yet here you are. <laughs> All right, let's go meditate. I want you all now to close your eyes. You want to get well? You want to heal? Surrender yourself to me. I am going to fix you. So, what's your story? I have one. Everybody has a story. That's why she picked us. What do you mean she picked us? Complement each other's demons. I'm not sure I'm really supposed to be here. My vote is give this thing a shot. Open up a new door. Some doors are meant to stay closed. Yeah, it could be a real shit show. What the hell do I know, right? This is particularly volatile group. Let's start the protocol. Think they're ready. It's perfectly safe. I've been feeling unlike myself. The wheels starting to fall off. She picked nine people who needed to be in a place where they would try anything she wanted. Have you all gone mad? nothing to fear because this it's gonna change everything this is where I want to be is Masha Batchett or is she the real deal this is all I need 
So, Kim, that is the trailer for Nine Perfect Strangers, which you can actually see over on um, Amazon Prime. Now, that is um, the TV adaptation of the Leanne Moriarty book of the same title, Nine Perfect Strangers. Now, you know what it's like when you read a book? Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. When I read a book, I kind of visualise people. I visualise the characters. I can see them. I can yep. visualise what's happening and going on. And I imagine it in my mind when I read a book, you kind of get into it. And I really enjoyed Nine Perfect Strangers. And I've often found that I've been really disappointed when I've gone to watch a TV adaptation of a book that I've really enjoyed or loved um, because it's never been as good or never lived up mm. to how I'd built it up in my mind or the characters, the people that played the characters. I'd be like, why have you chosen that person? Yeah, they bad just don't match. Sometimes. Yeah. This was not that experience no, at it all. Wasn't. Actually, quite the opposite. Mm-hmm. Incredibly well cast. And I have to say, um, obviously, Nicole Kidman, who has bought the rights to um, this, um, plays the lead role of Marsha, who runs Tranquillum House, which is a wellness retreat um, with a difference, with mm. a twist, shall we say, without giving anything away. And um, now, Nicole, did you know this? Actually, didn't meet any of the other cast members until the day of filming because, of course, she was executive producer, I think, on mm-hmm. the show as well. And for the entirety of the filming, she stayed in character the whole time. So people only got to know her or knew her as the character she played, Marsha. Yeah, I read that. And I also read she, she uh, maintained that Russian accent throughout the whole shoot, as you said, but even in her personal life as well. Yeah, well, she stayed totally in character totally. Six months. And Six I think, months of shooting. And I think in order to have done that role justice, because it's an incredible role to play. So if you have not seen this, mm. this show, I would absolutely be going to watch it. It's, as I said, it's on um, Amazon Prime. Absolutely brilliant. And it's that character that really holds this show and makes or breaks this show. And mm. she was utterly utterly brilliant and captivating because Marsha is a guru you know she is the leader of Tranquillum House she is the the sage the wise Mm -hmm. one um, and uh, Nicole just does that absolutely magnificently so it's the story of nine perfect strangers Mm -hmm. there's a family um, a couple and the rest of the people that come along are individuals so we meet the Marconis Mm -hmm. um a family who are there because they're grieving the loss of Mm -hmm. a son uh, and brother. Uh, We meet the writer, the author, whose eyes we see a lot of this this take place through as well. And when I first saw that Melissa McCarthy had been cast as the role of Francis, I was like, oh, that's not what I would have imagined. And, you know, I don't think this is a comedy. And I love Melissa McCarthy. Mm -hmm. She's hilarious. But I thought, I can't see that. I don't know how that will work. And there is some humour in it. She plays some, does some really good humour in it. But she's hysterical in it. She's but, no, but in terms of her serious acting, because oh, it was a very, very serious yes. role and some of the things that she goes through, utterly, utterly brilliant. I tell you what, that Melissa McCarthy can act. She is more than just oh. a funny lady. She's played a lot of serious roles of late. I think she's spreading her wings a little there. Fantastic, I think, you know. And so we see, again, not unlike the Wilds, there's a lot of similarities mm-hmm. here. The relationships between the nine perfect strangers develop and everyone's there for, as I said, different reasons. And, um, you know, we have people for the wrong reasons and the right reasons mm-hmm. and Marsha who is in charge of all of that and then of course the people that support and help her now again game with that Australian theme it was filmed here in Australia as well which mm-hmm. was um, terrific up in Byron yeah up in Byron Bay no less and what a great setting I mean if anywhere there was mm-hmm. to be a retreat like Tranquillum House it would have been up in Byron do you know and the that, twist I'm pretty sure sorry. would have happened in Byron as well actually Kim yeah absolutely do you know that the you can actually rent that 
property in yes, you can. Yeah, indeed. on Airbnb, it's it's over six thousand dollars a night, but it has ten bedrooms, so amongst a whole big. group of you, you could go away for a nice yeah. weekend and really, you know, act out nine perfect strangers. Mm. So yeah, the film there's a lot of this the film, the TV show. There's a lot of twists and turns along the way, and there are parts of it that are. <gasps> sort of take your breath away and mm. it, it builds up to a huge climactic ending that, and you think it's something but actually it turns out to be something else there's a very good twist it's at very the end. clever it is and you know as i said for me it was you know will will this do justice and i look i saw obviously um big little lies and i mm. thought that was quite good i loved that and again, the twist, the story of, you know, again, not only Anne Moriarty book, a terrific book. And uh, like Big Little Lies, they're going to make a season two of this, which mm. is going to be very interesting what on earth a season two will look like. Considering by the, the way ending, it ends. Without, yeah, that's without so, giving it away. So yeah. who knows? So look, for me, highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Brilliant show. Even mm-hmm. if you don't have COVID and you're looking for something new to watch and you haven't seen this yet, what are you doing? Go and get yourself a free subscription even. I think you can get Amazon Prime free for... 14 days they all offer a freebie oh. every Gee, single well, one amazon's only 6.99 a month anyway and with that you don't only get the movie streaming service but you also get free shipping on all your purchases so you can't know, what go more wrong. can a woman want <laughs> that's really? very true so look i'm going to give this four and a half stars actually kim i, I was umming and ahhing thinking four four and a half four four and a half i'm going to give it a four and a half it does the book justice and and the book is a really good so if you've read the book don't worry you won't feel disappointed and you won't feel let down they've got their own version of it their own spin on it it's never exactly the same Mm. but it's bloody close yeah well leanne moriarty is also one of my favorite authors having read all of her books and i can't wait for nicole to get her hands on the rights for all the others either and her and reese witherspoon did the first uh one in um big little lies so hopefully they'll team up together i love anything nicole's in she is just fabulous i didn't really like um her russian accent i must say um i absolutely loved this film i would have given it five stars but i'm taking away sorry this same as me i keep calling it a film this (laughs) series mini series series. it was a mini series i'm going to take away half a star just based on nicole's horrible accent i didn't think she did it justice i uh love nicole she was brilliant in in it but it just got on my nerves so but the rest of it was just thrilling and just uh, I was immersed in the whole thing and and I just couldn't wait for more. So four and a half stars Four and a half stars. Well, I love the, the soundtrack to this and I love the theme song. So this is Strange Effect um, by Raven Violet. Hi, this is Steve Stakos, the Mayor of the City of Kingston, and you're listening to Radio Carum. If you're the Carum way, just call Mitchell Tall. Or in Patterson Lakes, just call Mitchell Tall. Anywhere Bayside, just call Mitchell Tall. Buy a summer house. Just call Mitchell Tall, Mitchell Tall, real estate. Oh yeah, little real estate. We want more. <laughs>
Well, you have been listening to Girls on Film this afternoon with Kim and I. Well, let's wrap it up, Kimmy. Um, Our final scores. We've been to the movies. Well, I want to say we, you have. We've been to the movies and we've been checking out some shows on Amazon Prime this week. So let's take our way through. So first of all, The Drover's Wife. Out of ten, we've given that. Well, I gave it four and a half and you always match me when you haven't seen anything. So we're going to give that a nine. Followed, um, well, actually, Nine Perfect Strangers, uh, we both gave four and a half to. So that's also a nine. So, so they would be our top. They've won the day. They have. Um, next would be Doctor Strange. I gave it four and you matched me on that. And then The Wilds, we gave three and a half to four. So we would say, well, let's round it up to about seven and a half, hey? Um, very enjoyable. All very enjoyable. Could I also say a big hello and a big shout out to Jackie, who uh, ran me uh, and let me know that she never misses a show and that f- from every week she takes away at least one of our uh, reviews and watches it. Well, which one do you recommend for Jackie then, Kim? Well, I think she's a bit of a Marvel uh, fan from what I hear. So I'm going to re- recommend that she takes herself off to the pictures and sees Doctor Strange. Fantastic. Well, it's been great to be back in the studio with you, Kim. Again, a lot of fun here on Radio Caram and uh, I think, as we said, The Drover's Wife, a great show, um, mm. absolutely fabulous, on at the cinema now, and it really is part of the history that we have to face and understand that's part of where Australia's mm. been because I think that's how we're going to make our way towards reconciliation. Absolutely, totally agree. So finally, just to say, don't forget Radio Caram's Winter Gala. Now that's being held on June the 24th at 7.30 at the Roy Door Reserve. Um, now it's only $30 and we're encouraging all of the local community to come along and support this fantastic community radio station. It's our station here at Radio Caram. It's only $30, as I said, to come in. Uh, now look, you can find tickets available at try booking or just go to facebook and make sure that you're following radio karen because all of the details are there and it's really important that we all get behind our fantastic community radio station hey kim absolutely and and when you do come come up and have a chat with us we'd love to hear from you so thanks and until next time take care stay safe and we'll see you next week bye